Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show this week with Dr. Brian Forrest. And Dr. Forrest, you have a special guest you'll be introducing soon. If people want more information about today's show or they want to find out information about your practice, where can they find it? If listeners want to send general, non-emergent questions and possibly have their question answered on the show, they go to our website at accesshealthradio.com. They can also send an email directly to accesshealthradio at gmail.com with their contact information. Uh, Make sure you include that so we can thank you for the questions you send us. And if you'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, you can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or you can call 919-363-0190. This week on Access Health Radio, we're pleased again to have audio prostologist Victoria Bratan back again from Down East Hearing Care Associates. And Victoria, what will you be discussing today? What we're going to talk about today would be how hearing loss can impact your life. It affects the whole family. Really. It does. It yes, really sir. does. And it's a particularly frustrating thing for a lot of folks that have good hearing, I, I'd imagine. Yeah, and it's, it's frustrating for the person who has the hearing impairment because they're not understanding. They're, they're fatigued. They're tired by the end of the day because they have to concentrate constantly throughout the day. What's going on? What's happening? Am I misinterpreting this? And then some individuals just withdraw altogether. They don't participate anymore. When you have hearing loss, is just something just a gradual decline or there are there good days and bad days? For most hearing impairments, it happens over a period of time. But now these days you see a lot of children being born with a birth defect of hearing and being hearing impaired. And a lot of that's from drugs, toxic medications, uh, things that the parents shouldn't be doing while they're pregnant. But it also comes back and affects the child over a period of time. So the laws have changed for children. Now when a child is born, they also have the AOE done. The AOE is an acoustic way to be able to check the inner ear and see if there's actually any abnormalities to the ear so mm-hmm. they can monitor that over a period of time. Anything a parent can do to uh, kind of recognize it early on? Yes, child is moving closer to what they're trying to hear. Are they turning these sounds up more, like the music's up louder, television's louder. They're asking them to repeat themselves while they're at a distance from their parents. They might say, huh, what? Sometimes it's selective hearing. They hear what they want to hear. Men are more accused of that than any, but mm. mostly for children, it could be misunderstood. Do, do you actually have children as, as uh, patients? Yes sir. yes, sir. I do work with children. Um, I'm very comfortable with nine and up as far as age groups, uh, but I I do work with some children at the age of seven. Uh, my youngest is seven that I actually work with. But the oldest patient I work with is 105. So anything from seven years of age up to 105, I can work with them. As far as identifying uh, their needs, a uh, little more challenging uh, because you don't have the communication, especially if they're very young. Yes, that is true. Um, most of the time when I work with children, I work with children that's either already been fit with hearing instruments before or they have been medically cleared to be fitted with hearing instruments. A lot of times I don't do the diagnosis, prognosis for children. That is something where they need a little more time, and I'd like to be able to refer them to someone that can give them that time that they deserve. Mm-hmm. 
As far as the instrument it's itself, are they more specialized? Definitely. And that's one of the reasons why I love doing what I do now. Hearing instruments aren't what they used to be. They used to be mom-and-pop instruments, just straight amplifiers. Now we have hearing instruments that monitor your heart rate, your footsteps, uh, monitors your sensing of your body. Is your body moving upward, backwards? Is it turning around? Are you dancing? Are you walking? Are you running? Uh, the instruments actually track these things so that they can actually do the best hearing for that individual. Know when to turn their sensors on, turn their sensors off, when to increase volume, when to decrease volume as far as when noise is present. Of course, we're coming off uh, a summer here, and uh, one of the big activities is uh, swimming, and uh, that can uh, that can wreak havoc with, with little kids especially. Oh, yes, sir, definitely. We try to encourage our patients to speak with their children about protecting their ears during these times. When they go swimming, they get water into the external part of the ear, and then they don't clean that ear out with some rubbing alcohol or either some alcohol and white vinegar, which helps prevent any type of swimmer's ear. We call it external otitis is what we call it in the office, but you may know it, like I said, as swimmer's ear. So those are the number one things that we look at during the summertime. During the wintertime, most of the time the children don't have those problems with external infections. Most of the time they have the middle ear infections. And that's from laying down and drinking or eating. It gets up into the nasal pharynx, ends up causing some problems. Or either have a lot of allergies and issues that will cause some irritation within the middle ear that will cause some what we call internal issues for the middle ear, causing fluid issues. Mm-hmm. Are there any things that could cause uh, uh, damage that would be long-term for kids? It can. It can over a period of time. If the middle ear issue isn't handled and vented properly, then there could be some middle ear issues on the ear, in the middle ear bones. Talk about something else, too. Uh, if somebody has a loss of balance, a lot of that can relate to something going on in the ear as well. Uh, yes, it can, but balance issues could be from medication. It could be an actual infection in the ear itself, so it's best to have someone check that individual if they are having some spinning sensations, if they feel dizzy, or they start finding themselves wanting to pass out. If they're wanting to pass out, that's more of a medical issue, so they need to be seen by their medical doctor. If it's a spinning sensation, then we can look and see if there happens to be a problem with the actual inner ear itself. Okay, well, we're listening to uh, Victoria Batan here on Access Health Radio. She uh, works with Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care at 3009 Village Park Drive in Nightdale and 1356 Bevenue Plaza in Rocky Mount on the web at downeyshearingcare.com. We've got lots more coming up uh, right here on Access Health Radio on News Radio 680 WPTF. And welcome back. We're uh, back again with Victoria Batan, an audio prosthologist. And, uh, you know, we've explained what that is in, in the past. But for those folks listening for the first time, explain exactly what that can do for a patient. Well, for myself, I have been doing this almost 26 years. Uh I specialize in hearing rehabilitation. So being an audio prosthologist, it has to do with anything that's audio. And prosthologist means a prosthesis. It's something that I'm actually going to fit or either rehabilitate with. For me, in my opinion, audio prosthology has allowed me to be able to connect with the patient and finding out what their actual need is, their want is, their desire is, and then help them understand uh, psychologically of what is happening to their brain and what it can do over a period of time. 
time. So I'll give you some examples. If you look at the studies over a period of time, people should know that these studies have linked untreated hearing loss to insignificant issues. And you're looking at diminished psychological and overall health. Uh, the person's impaired memory and ability to learn new things, uh, reduced awareness, and increased risk to personal safety. I mean, that's that's a big thing right there. Avoidance and withdrawing from social events and other activities that they would normally do, like going to church. Mm. And now they're not going to church anymore because they can't hear. They're not understanding. Social rejection and loneliness. They become lonely over a period of time because now they withdrawed from the things that they would normally do. And now they're not in the activities with their friends and their families. So now they feel mm. lonely. So they're starting the withdrawal. Feeling fatigued. Tension. They have tension because they're constantly trying to figure out what's going on. What's happening? Is this person talking about me? You know, did I forget something? Did I not remember what that person told me? Did I hear it right? Did I not hear it correctly? Um, was that word date or gate? You know, so it causes a lot of confusion for that individual. And it reduces in their job performance, too. Because they're not subject to grab that phone as quick. They're not subject to jump into the conversation as quick. They may not hear at the meetings. You know, when the boss is saying, I need this, this, and this, and this is your deadline. Let's and now they're go, asking uh -huh. questions. Sure, right. Yeah. And then the boss man starts noticing this person's not doing what they're supposed to be doing or doing it the way they would normally do it. And it causes an issue. So, yeah, it would put a big impact on a person's life. So that's what I look at is from being an audio prosologist is how can I go in here? How can I help this person do better, hear better, and fit their lifestyle? What is it that they need? My need is different than your need. If you're a person who dances and you like to do a lot of dancing, a lot of movement, then your product needs to work with you as you move. So we look at instruments that have sensors in them. They help that individual know when they're dealing with noise and they're dealing with speech. The instrument looks at noise-speech ratios at the same time. Anytime that noise ratio is the same as the speech ratio, it turns the noise ratio down. Mm. So it makes it easier for the person to be able to hear and understand. Do you want to eliminate the sounds around you? No. Do you want to make them more comfortable? Yes. Do you want to be able to understand when those noise are present? Yes. So those are things we look at. How can we make it better when there's noise? How can we make sure we have a reliable product? And how can we make that person hear better in quiet too? Because just because they're in quiet doesn't mean they're not dealing with noise. They're just not dealing with the restaurant noise. You know, they might be in a car by themselves and it's quiet in the car, but now the road noise is an issue. Or the vehicles outside of that vehicle could be an issue. If they have an older vehicle, they're going to hear the wind noises from the cracks inside of the vehicle. So the instrument doesn't want to enhance that. It wants to enhance basically what that person's wanting to hear and understand. Maybe it's the radio they want to hear better with when they're in the car. Maybe it's the person sitting in the back seat that they want to hear better. So my job is to find solutions to those weaknesses and strengthen those weaknesses. And here we are in the fall here now, and this is when a lot of folks go into sports bars and, and just the level of uh, noise. noise in that uh, atmosphere. Uh, if it's not treated properly, it must be just just really uh, very difficult for anybody. Yeah, imagine if you have a normal hearing person in that environment has difficulty hearing and understanding. Yeah. So imagine what the hearing impaired person is going through. That's why they withdraw. That's why they pull out. That's why they don't go to the restaurants. They don't go to the events. If they do, a lot of times they have that look on their face like, okay, what's going on? You know, or they dominate the conversation because they can't hear what's going on. So they feel if they dominate the conversation, at least it'll be within what their subject is. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the person's going to reply by on their subject. So it makes it easier for that person. So my job is to find out where that problem is and try to fix those issues so the person can get back to church, can get back to working, can get back to dealing with their children or their grandchildren and feel comfortable and confident in their environment. And that makes a huge difference, a huge difference. Like I've said before, patients don't come and beat the door down to get hearing aids. But if they need them and they're actually fitted properly, they will beat your door down to get them back if you ever take them from them. Yeah, in the next segment, let's kind of go through that to be customized to the individual. We're talking to Victoria Britan, the audio prestologist with Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care at 3009 Village Park Drive in Nightdale, 1356 Benvenue Plaza in Rocky Mountain on the web at downeyshearingcare.com. You are tuned here to Access Health Radio on News Radio 680 WPTF. Back here again uh, in the remaining moments here with uh, Victoria Batan. And part of uh, your name is Hearing Aid Urgent Care. Explain exactly what that is. Well, we, or when I decided that I wanted to open my office 17 years ago, I didn't want to limit myself to just fitting hearing instruments uh, for patients. So we look at how can we help the patient if they already have a hearing instrument. Um, I'm not into pushing and pressuring people into buying new technology. If that's what they want, I'm happy to help them with it. But if they have hearing instruments already, I'd like to help them with what they have. So the hearing aid urgent care part of it um, allows the person to come in. Uh, They're not going to be pushed or pressured in any shape or form. Uh, We look at the technology of what they have, see if it can be repaired for that individual if we can repair it on the site we do it on site if we need to send it off we try to find the most reasonable facility that can handle that product and get the product taken care of in a timely manner at a low cost Hmm. so hearing aid urgent care has been a very um a nice department for us to help patients that are already wearing hearing instruments so you have to tinker with them to make them more sensitive Uh sometimes you do um, you'll find there's patients out there that are being fitted every three to four years, and you don't need to do that. Um, hearing instruments can stretch out to eight to ten years on a patient if their hearing moves at normally. Mm-hmm. If they're taking any toxic medications or exposed to loud noise, it can shift their hearing even quicker. But what you're looking at is technology that can go back and be reprogrammed, and patients don't realize that. They'll come in, you know, come into my office. They've had their hearing aids for three years, and they're like, well, I think I need new hearing aids. Well, why do you think? think you need new hearing aids because I'm not hearing as well. well. Then let's test your hearing and make sure that your hearing aid is still meeting your target. If the hearing aid is not meeting the target and it could be programmed, we're going to reprogram it for that patient. And then it saves them money. It saves them time. They don't have to go back and get a brand new instrument. But if the person's wanting a new instrument, then we can look at those options for that person also and maybe use their old hearing aid as a trade-in. Very good. Very good. And as far as uh, the customization, that goes right to having something that is really fitted so that it's totally unique to anyone else, right? I mean, it's, it's so tight. Yes, sir. How do you do that? Well, the first thing I make sure is what do I have to address? What am I dealing with first? You know what I mean? Make sure there's no deformities of the ear. Make sure there's no wax impaction. Make sure they don't have any middle ear conditions or medical conditions I need to be concerned about. Make sure that their ear canal can support a hearing instrument if they need a hearing aid. If I can't put something custom inside of their ear that's going to meet their 
measurements of their ear. What do I need to put on this patient? Is it going to be something over the ear? Is it going to be a wire with a receiver inside the ear canal? Is it going to be a custom earpiece that goes on the end of a hearing instrument that actually goes over the ear because I got more room over the ear than I do inside the canal? Mm -hmm. So those things are going to be very important. Um, But when I look at the fitting, I look at what the patient wants. You know, what is their desire? What are their expectations? What do they want their product to do? And then I look at their lifestyle and then see if I can meet those needs. And if I can, I'm very, very serious about what I do. And I explain to my patients, if you're ready for this, I will go 100 miles for you. I will get you where you need to be. But I'm going to work on your weaknesses. I am not God. I cannot make it perfect, but I would do everything possible to make it within their limits, what what we can work with. So a hearing test would be required to find out what we're dealing with as far as thresholds. If they have a flat loss, meaning everything is basically the same across all frequencies, all nine regions of the ear, then I'm going to look at something more simple for that individual. If the person has a sloping loss, meaning they're really good in their lows and they're really bad in their highs, which is the high pitchy stuff, Mm -hmm. the lows are your vowels and speech, your highs are the consonants in speech. So if I know I've got to enhance a lot in those consonants, then I'm going to want something more custom for that patient so that that product can have more of a comfort and have more targets, um, control the sound more, and be more specific on those frequencies. So I may only have to add just a little bit of amplification in their low frequencies, which is their vowels, but I may have to add a lot of amplification in their high areas to give them back their consonants. So it depends on that person's loss, physical mm-hmm. fit, uh, needs, and what they expect their product to do. What's their lifestyle going to be about? That's how I'm going to fit that product. But it, it, as far as just the, the technical part of it, you've explained, but as far as it fitting in the ear, how do you do that? What uh, we do, well, there's multiple ways of doing this. You can do 3D, which is put a person into a brace and actually scan the ear, and it goes into a computer, and then you send it off through either email or flash drive, whichever way that the manufacturer chooses. Hmm. I prefer to do an impression of that ear, because if I do an impression, meaning I take cotton, put it up against the eardrum, and then I squirt that ear with a silicone material, that silicone material would take an actual measurement of that ear from all the bumps and humps and, and curves within the canal, the, the depth, everything that yeah. all the dimensions that I need have a good fit. But a lot of manufacturers now, when they receive those impressions, they make a scan of that impression, they throw it away, and then they start working from 3D printing. So you get a very, very good fit for your products. All right, all right. It's, it's going to fit. It's going to be snug, and it's going to work, and it's going to work for you. Get in touch with Victoria, Victoria Batan, audio prestologist for Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care at 3009 Village Park Drive in Nightdale and 1356 Bevelu Plaza in Rocky Mountain on the web at downeasthearingcare.com. And your email is downeasthearing at yahoo.com? Yes, sir. There we go, our Victoria. We'll talk to you next month. You can hear Victoria on Access Health Radio the third Sunday of every month. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Now it's time for Trivia of the Week. Did you know that one of the most deadly creatures on the planet is the mosquito? Some might think it's snakes or bears or sharks, but the truth is mosquitoes have killed more people in the world by far than any other creature. So instead of worrying about shark cages, bear spray, or snake-proof boots, keep those pesky mosquitoes off of you. They kill several million people every year. All right, Doc, that's all the time we have for this week. 
Our bodies have a great capacity to heal themselves, and they are created that way. As it says in Proverbs 4, 20 through 22, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to you joining us again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.